Reopening Delaware, a special presentation of the Rick Jensen Show on WDEL. Join us now as we navigate the future of our state through and beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Here's Rick Jensen. Since the very beginning of this pandemic, when you and I and all were told by the government you're going to stay home, shelter at home, unless you're essential, Daryl Scott and his team at the Delaware Unemployment Insurance Office have been there for you. They knew, and Daryl knew, and uh, the Secretary of the Department of Labor knew all from the very, very beginning that this was going to be a crunch. I mean, he had 10 people working on unemployment claims uh, amounting to like 500 a week, basically, over the last you know, a couple of years, seven people working behind the scenes to verify accounts and such. And now when you look at over 100,000 people, I mean, you know, my gosh, you know, tens of thousands uh, weekly applying for insurance benefits. So the, the short version is um, he's done just a yeoman's job of building up this office making uh, getting like 10 times more people working than they had before there there are education issues you have to go through training and such and they continue to train more people they even have access to a new building now where there are more people in order to help you with your unemployment insurance problems knowing full well that many of you too many of you are still having a hard time getting through online on the internet as well as on the phone and so what uh, Daryl has chosen to do is throughout the last, what, gosh, nine months of this, ten months of this now, <laughs> uh, is, to, is to go here on, um, and, and I say this humbly and gratefully, uh, Delaware's most listened to talk radio program, but uh, Daryl comes here, um, you know, taking all the barbs that are thrown at him and then expressing to you um, how to successfully navigate uh, online and and on the phone, if you can, uh, the unemployment insurance uh, office as well. So, Daryl, I just want people to know that uh, you guys, you and your team, are working really hard nonstop, and it is this, um, as I would like to say, in my own uh, my own vernacular, big honking bureaucracy, <laughs> and, and it's a challenge for people to get through, knowing full well, and I want listeners to know this. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, too. There are some really dedicated, hardworking people here in this office who at 6, 7, 8 o'clock at night, sometimes even later, are crying, uh, have to help people. And Daryl says, go home, get sleep, and come back tomorrow and go at it again. It It, it is, and I appreciate you saying that. I mean, Rick, the um, you know, as everybody like us is dealing with COVID. I mean, every, it seems like every day we're dealing with an exposure or a family member that has uh, tested positive. And as you can imagine, um, sort of the shock waves that sends through the, through the system, one, people have to leave, right? We, you know, if they're ill or have been exposed. And so we're managing through that as well, but the team is committed. And, and that's part of the messaging that we talk about in our management meetings is that this unfortunately is not going away. Uh, anytime soon. We've actually beginning to see an uptick in the claim volume. Uh, we think as a reflection of some of the restrictions that have been put in place to try and minimize, you know, the, the potential for people to be exposed. Um, but we, as you said, we continue to hire people. Uh, as we lose people, we hire people. The call centers added additional people just this week uh, in anticipation of potential increase in uh, in claim volume as we get into the end of the year and beginning of the year. And with with some of the changes that we anticipate Congress is going to, uh, you know, to authorize hopefully before the end of the week. 
Yeah, I hope so. So I know that we've taught, and you have over 100 people in the office now. You're approaching what number uh, when it comes to employees uh, in the background as well as uh, online and on the phone? So we, 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 we have probably 50 or more, roughly 50 or more on the phones, dedicated to the phones. We have um, 100 just related to the claims processing and adjudication. And that probably is more than, it's probably more than like 110, 115 people. And then we have the rest of the organization. So we, we, we're well beyond 200 uh, people supporting the unemployment business. And prior to the start, the entire division had 88 people. Yeah. So uh, as you can imagine, the bulk of those have been added to the call center, to claims processing, to what we finally talk about is the adjudication or the deputies that are reviewing. Uh, and we're beginning to add, um, we're planning to add uh, staff to our appeals uh, function as well as we, uh, as the claim, as the number of uh, appeals increases as well. Let's get to your calls at 302-529-1017 with Daryl Scott, Director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office. We start with Don. Don, say hi to Daryl. Hello, Daryl. Thank you for taking hey, my Don. call. Thank, thank you, Rick, for doing this. Uh, I just had a general couple questions, and then I have a particular issue with myself. But I'm trying okay. to understand the extended benefits. Now, the okay. 26 weeks and the 13 weeks are running out okay, at the end of this month, within the next week or two. That is correct, right? Correct. Okay. And the, the extended benefits are seven weeks based on the unemployment rate, average unemployment rate for the last three months. Is that correct? It, it is. So uh, let me ask, I'll let you ask your question, <laughs> then I'll comment. Okay, no, so what I'm saying is it can be extended up to 20 weeks if the – but right now it's only seven. Is that correct? Well, so let me let me let me let me add one more component in there. So with traditional unemployment, it's twenty six weeks. Then there's the pandemic emergency unemployment compensation PEUC that is thirteen weeks, and then there's extended benefits that is another thirteen weeks. The high unemployment that could add seven additional weeks. Um, it. Just so you know, it triggered on on September 19th, and it triggers off on on December 19th. So it it is about, and it's based on our three month seasonally adjusted unemployment rate. And because it fell below eight percent, we have triggered off that benefit again. So for all intent and purpose, what I would tell you is that there's 26 weeks of UI, 13 weeks of PEUC. That 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 lasts until the 26th of December, and then there's 13 weeks of extended benefits. Does that make sense, Don? But you said, but you said that it triggered off. It it did. It triggered on September 19, and because our three month seasonally adjusted uh, unemployment rate fell below eight uh, percent, it's triggered off again. So does that mean there are no extended benefits? Well, I want to clarify. There are 13 weeks of extended benefits. There's just no um, high unemployment period um, benefits, which would, to your point, would add seven weeks to extended benefits. Those seven weeks are are gone as of the um, uh, December 19. 
taxpayers' money. Yeah. So there's so there's no there's no extended benefits due to the fact that the unemployment rate dropped down. Uh, well, you're using the reason, and I, I I guess I want to be very specific with the language. There's 26 weeks of UI. There's 13 weeks of PEUC. Again, that program expires on the 26th, and there's 13 weeks of extended mm-hmm. benefits. So if you started a claim, I'm trying to think, in March, you yeah. would have 26 weeks of UI, you would have 13 weeks of PUC, and 13 weeks of extended benefits. So that's, that's 52 weeks worth of, of combined benefits when you add those three programs together. So you they... They triggered off, or they're still on. I'm confused. So, well, so the, the, what what I was referring to is, in addition to the 13 weeks of extended benefits, and that is triggered on based on the unemployment rate. We still are. We still have an unemployment rate high enough that the 13 weeks is available. When okay, the so unemployment we, rate, okay, so, so, the, so there are 13 weeks. So there, there are 13 weeks of extended benefits. What's not available is when the unemployment rate goes beyond 8% for that three, three months seasonally adjusted, we, we add an additional seven weeks of extended benefits. Gotcha. So okay. for listeners, so, yeah, okay. Okay, let me, and this is another, uh, just personally related to me. Uh, yeah. I, I filed my claim, I guess, with, because I'm PUA. I filed my claim, okay, and I believe it was like June because it was delayed through May and it was being set up, okay? Yeah. So it was in June, retroactive back to March. Now, okay. what happened was I, my tax returns to prove my income, to upload that piece, I was on extension till October 15th. So therefore, they gave me an extension to send in my proof of income, which I did, I guess it okay. was about the latter part of October, okay? And there was, there was some... Now, I've gone back to apply for the benefits, and I'm considered inactive, and I can't do anything. So should I send something to Rick on this to take a look at it? You you, you do. Yes, you should. So email Rick, R-I-C-K, at WDEL.com. Right. I want to get off the line because I'm taking up so much time. So I understand okay. what to do, and I, and then that'll he'll give that to you. So I, I want to go because I'm taking too long. No, but I, I do I thank both it. of you. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. Okay. So, Rick, yes. The the one thing I want to clarify, and and I know Don's gone, but I, for the listeners, what we were referring to with twenty six weeks and thirteen and thirteen. So, traditional unemployment is twenty six weeks. There's thirteen weeks of pandemic unemployment or emergency unemployment compensation plus thirteen weeks of extended benefits. That's what's currently available for traditional um, unemployment recipients. If somebody is in PE or PUA, the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance, and Don made mention this, and I just want to make people are, are clear, for for PUA, there's 39 weeks of benefits, and um, and and so his last comment there at the end about being on PUA changes, you know, the answer a little bit. I just want listeners to understand that Congress authorized PUA for 39 weeks, and um, and we, we, I'm literally looking at the bill that, that has been introduced in Congress that is offering or proposing an extension of those benefits. Mm-hmm. So when Don sends an email, I'll, I'll, we'll send him a note to follow up, and, and if I need to, we'll talk to him about the specifics. But I wanted to make sure people were clear that PUA is different than traditional UI. So 529-1017, Daryl Scott, Delaware's.
director of the Unemployment Insurance Office, which, by the way, I want to remind you, um, a lot of good information happens during this half hour. And so for that reason, we repeat it on Wednesday mornings right after the news at 1030. Let's get to Nell. Hi, Nell. It's Mel, M-E-L. But Hello, thank Mel. You. Um, how are you? I'm well. I hope you are, too. Uh, good. Um, first, I want to thank Don because I had no problem getting my unemployment started and have oh, well. had a great it's – been, it's been working perfectly for me. Um, I do have a question, which I think you answered uh, from the prior caller about the extensions, because it looks like my benefits are going to end on December 26th. Now, are you saying that we're going to get an additional 13 weeks of the PUA? So are you on PUA? So, Mel, are you on? uh, So currently on PUA, you the program was authorized for 39 weeks and not to go into I, I, I know Don brought up the the extension of seven weeks and the like if you're if you were on PUA and you started in March um, let me ask you when did your claim start did it start March 15 it started in March but it was the regular unemployment and that went through the 26 okay. weeks and then okay. went to the PUA well, okay. So if you if you started with regular unemployment um and you went to the PUA system, you were on probably on the PEUC program and that had 13 weeks and then there's 13 weeks of of extended benefits. So do okay. do this Mel just so we can clarify. Shoot Rick an email, rick at wdel.com and let let us take a look at it and we'll follow up with you and make sure we we know the specifics of your claim. Just uh, one more question to follow up with that. Now I see on my claim when I send it in that there's a balance in there. Yeah. Does does that mean that because it's more than what, if I'm ending on the 26th, it should be. So I'm assuming that it's giving me that additional seven weeks. So if I see it, that balance correctly. It, it it could. and the And the reason I say that it could is that with the, with the pandemic programs, when you got your original balance, it would say you're eligible for, you know, X number of weeks time your weekly benefit. And that's the, the balance that it counts for uh, or that it that it calculates. But but when Congress authorized the program through the 26, you know, that balance could could indicate you have dollars that are available into January. But Congress is ending currently. They're ending the you know the PEUC program and the PUA program on the, you know, on the 26th. So again, Mel, if you'll shoot an email, let us take a look at it and follow up with you to make sure, okay. you know, it's clear on on when your when your benefits are going to end or whether they are right. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mel. All right, good luck, Mel. It's uh, 302-529-1017, The great thing about this, Daryl, is that often people are asking a question about their unemployment benefits. Somebody else feels like, oh, I'm just going to give up. I'm not going to call in. And it turns out that they are telling the same story of the same situation that they're experiencing as well. I want to get to Charlene. Uh, Charlene, say hi to Daryl, please. Hi, how are you? Fine, Charlene. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just have a question because my husband uh, has asked me several times about us being taxed on the unemployment. So I'm on the PUA, 
And I, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure that it gave me an option when I uh, filled out my questions, whether to have taxes taken out or, well, I'm, I'm not really sure. Will I get, um, and like, how will I know if I actually did do that? So you should be, if you're, um, are you on the PUA system or are you on the traditional unemployment system? The PUA. So I believe there's a setting and I believe there's an ability for you to see whether you have chosen to have taxes withheld or not. And again, if, if you can't find it in your, uh, and I, I just can't think for the life of me the um, the location. So, Charlene, if 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 you can't find it, if you want to shoot uh, Rick an email, r i c k at w d e l dot com, I'll have somebody look at your account and see whether you've elected to have taxes withheld. And to answer your question, um, yes, UI benefits are taxable. And um, you have an option to withhold taxes, and we only withhold it from the um, the 10% for federal taxes. The, we we don't make a withholding for state taxes, and okay. um, and so we we will check and see what that setting is. And and just so everybody knows, we will issue 1099s in January um, with the benefits that they've been paid out in um, in 2020. Okay, so but I can. Uh, just shoot my information over to Rick, and yeah. he'll be if you'll just, able to afford that. Yeah, yeah see, yeah, what I do is I, I kind of, I'm volunteering, and, <laughs> uh, and, and I, I am, and I've, uh, and Daryl and I talked about this, and it's such a blessing. Uh, we figured that uh, I've been able to help about a 1,000 people uh, just get their emails through, because it goes to Daryl, and then it goes to the team, and so many people get lost in the bureaucracy they got blocked on the phone and, and online and they're working very very hard to overcome this but it just seems that sometimes having a, a volunteer just get this in front of daryl helps out so that's what you do you email me rick r-i-c-k at wdel.com make sure your claim number is in there any and all claim numbers you got last four of your social i don't want the whole social security number believe me i I've got so many people's credit cards illegally. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> do never, never send me the whole social security number. And uh, let's see your phone number and your full name, and, and that ought to do it. Okay. And it's oh okay, yeah, it's Rick R I C K. Taking the time too. Oh no, sure. It's it's Rick at wdel.com. Why not? I mean, uh, what the hell am I going to do? Cut the lawn? <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. Some people are still actually. I, I should be. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Charlene. All right. Take thanks care. so much. Thanks. Thank that's you. A fi- yeah, raking my leaves, uh, that's what I should be doing because it's going to snow starting tomorrow and leaves are in the lawn and it's going to destroy the lawn because I haven't had time to go out and rake the leaves, so maybe I should do that. No, <laughs> I'll do this instead. Uh, real quick, wrapping up here, Daryl, so uh, just so people have an understanding of, of why perhaps you haven't gotten back to them or the team hasn't gotten back to them, uh, just an idea of... Um, how many cases the team's working on and uh, and what cases they are uh, they are working on so so the one thing that uh, people t- so very quickly the what what put us behind initially is sixty two thousand claims we received in the first four weeks of the pandemic and so as the team has worked through obviously those sixty two thousand all the claims that came behind them, and and there have been a hundred thousand filed yeah. since then. So we we make a little headway, and then we and then we get behind again. And I will I will tell you that um, we continue to 
maintain our staffing, add staffing where we were. As you indicated, we added a facility. We're looking at, um, you know, how I can beg, borrow, and steal, you know, seats from other divisions and, and other groups so we can put more people in. We're about to, as you and I have talked about it, we're about to hire investigators that deal with the other side of the equation, which are people who may have, you know, collected too many benefits or collected them incorrectly. So, um, people need to be aware that you know we are looking to process claims as quickly as we can, make the right decision, um, but we also ask individuals to answer questions honestly and truthfully because we have a compliance requirement uh, from the state and U.S. federal government to yeah. make sure that we pay people uh, benefits. But I, the last thing I'll leave you with, Rick, is there's we're watching Congress very closely this week about what they may do with regard to the pandemic unemployment assistance and the PEUC program. And, um, and we will be, we've already been talking about what, what it may mean and, and trying to figure out how quickly we can implement. Oh, sure. And, and I'm sure when it all comes down, you'll be notifying WDEL news and this program. Absolutely. As well. I know. Absolutely. Daryl Scott, uh, thank you so much uh, for the service uh, you and your team are providing. And thanks for being on this program uh, every week. I appreciate it.